What is up, everybody? Joe Sib here with my co-host. Anaya Bogue. Rad Parenting. Here we are. Here we are. Thanksgiving week. That's a little bit crazy. It is. You were in my backyard celebrating 4th of July yes, yesterday. That's what it feels like. Totally. We had okay. a party. We drank margaritas. Oh, dear. You know what was such a bum out I never told you? You remember hmm. that bottle of tequila that you brought for me? Yes. Hey, any of our listeners ever just want to stoke me out? <laughs> I, love, I love Patron. Uh-huh. You know, and you bought... Isn't that a, we didn't... I bring you brought you really me Patron nice... Silver, huh. a nice little... What was, happened to it? Somebody well, else drank it. I Yeah. You shouldn't have left yeah, it and when, at the end of the at the end of the day, you know, everyone had left, and it was finally the party was calming down. I'm like, I'm going to make myself a little cocktail, yeah. And I go to grab the Patron, can't find it. Why? It's been thrown out because oh, everyone else drank it. Dear, good sign of a good party, though. Yes, and it you was. Know? We're getting ready for. Uh, I'll break down my Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, for you guys, because just so you guys know, this show and A and I were talking about it over the phone. Actually, um, I was got her on the phone, and I was. Saying you said, "Hey, what are you doing?" And I said, "I'm pulling the tables out for Thanksgiving." Oh, really? You guys are doing that? What are you doing for Thanksgiving? So we started talking. I go, "Gosh, we should just do a show on dealing with everyone coming to your house." It's a it's a big deal, yeah. and it's interesting, you know, because Thanksgiving. I mean, I've been in the United States now for like, um, but in Canada, Thanksgiving's in October, and it's not anywhere near the holiday that it is here. Like I always feel like, you know, Thanksgiving's right up there with with Christmas or Hanukkah, like the 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 big ones, like to the point that people who are, have shared custody will be like you're going to get Thanksgiving, we're going to get Christmas. That would not be the way it would be in Canada. Yeah, I always, wouldn't be on par. I always like to compare Thanksgiving as like the opening band and then you're leading right into, you know, the 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 Metallica of the holidays with Hanukkah uh-huh. and, and Christmas, Christmas and all yeah. of that. Uh one of the things that you and I also talked about and we'll talk about it on the show is obviously all the people coming to your house, dealing with the craziness of still maintaining some sort of plan with your family. Yeah, some and, semblance of order. Yeah, and then I also know a lot of us are getting ready to travel. You're taking your mm. family to Chicago, going to New York. If you're crazy. If you're no, but you know what? When my kids were super Ooh. young, and we will talk about this on the show today. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be a bit for the parents of like, wow, we have an infant and we're flying to Chicago. How do we do that? And we're going to walk you through that. Uh, we're also going to talk about hey. How about when we go to visit grandma and grandpa and mm-hmm. aunts and uncles and just the whole, we, we have a plan of attack that we run at home. We have a schedule. I'm going to tell you right now, schedule canceled. That part's been canceled, just so you know. And I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> Let gonna, it go. And I'm going to tell you guys how that, I learned that firsthand, how Karen and I had just, yeah, we were silly. Okay. Okay. So we have lots of ground to cover. Let's. Other thing I wanted to bring up, and you brought this up too, was- and this is why Anaya's on the show and why she's my co-host, because I'm thinking of how am I going to handle my relatives just being in my face all the time? Um, and if my relatives are li- li- listening right now, I totally like you being in my face. But I loved what you said, <laughs> the different values in different yeah. households. Yes. And you brought up a really good example well, y- with your dad yes. that I want to get to. Okay, so, so we have I- so much to cover. There we go. So let's just start with, I have written down infants, kids that are, you know, you just had your first baby. Mm. And let's start with going away to visit grandma and grandpa. Mm -hmm. Okay. One of the things I'm going to tell you guys right now is that whenever you can get people to visit you, so much easier. Think, because what I used to say to my dad, he'd be like, hey, you know, come up and visit us, you know, come up for the weekend. I'm like, dad, for me to come and visit you with my three-year-old and my infant, it's like a band. Like I have to pack up a van full of gear. gear. Like Karen, Karen used to say to me, she'd say, you know what, you know what? Like 
um, I love you being a dad because you treat it like a tour manager. Like I would, I used to take pictures of the back of the car after it was packed because I was so proud of. Yes, I I I didn't even think about how good you would have been at that. Oh my god, that's awesome, dude! I used to wear the um, the baby. What's the baby bag with? And and Karen would be like, "Oh my god, so and so just the number two. I'm like diaper. Oh my god, it got on their clothes. Extra set of jeans. Oh my god, there's a rash. (laughs) Desitant, like I had, I was like, I had the baby bag. So good. I loved wearing it too. I just felt like, I felt like I was going on the front line yeah, of parenthood. You were. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, uh, so what I wanted to say was, I want to tell you guys a story. And I told this to Anaya earlier, went to visit my mom. Both mm-hmm. of my kids were like three and newly born. And mm-hmm. we went up there, or two, I'm going to say like. So they're both little. They're little. Mm-hmm. And we have our schedules nap time and what we're going to eat and we have to shop here and i'm just gonna be honest with you guys the vibe with my family was we were just so uptight Mm. we were so uptight that we couldn't even enjoy Mm -hmm. thanksgiving with my mom and my sister and their family because we were so regiment with this this schedule we had and what do you mean you don't have this type of milk and what do you mean you don't oh well we have to go to whole foods and get this and and you know my mom's not a whole foods lady she's like joey I got milk right here. Yeah. You know, you were. <laughs> There's a cow in the back. Or you know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah. It, but it was very like, you know, where are the kids going to sleep? Well, Joe, they're going to sleep in this guest room. Right. Well, is, you know, so and so is allergic to this. So and so is allergic to that. It, you know, they're going to get sick. And then at a certain point, my daughter got like a cold. And I'll never forget that she got it. She started, you know, Santa Cruz. It's the winter. Yeah. It, she got a cold. And. Uh, you know, the sneezing and the chest and the whole thing happened, which she probably got in LA. And it is, I'll never forget it. Middle of the night, she's wheezing and, and Karen and I declare, we wake up and, and we're, we're going, we're going to LA. We, Santa Cruz, we cannot be in Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz has made our children sick. Oh my god! And I remember we're packing up the car and we're loading up everything. And my mom's just being very, very cool. And then she just looks at me and just she goes, you know what? You're, you're acting crazy right now. You're really going to leave because, you know, your daughter has a cold and there's sneezing and there's snot. Like you're leaving because yeah. there's snot inside yeah. your daughter's nose. Yeah. And, and I looked at her and I was like, oh my gosh. I am are, a crazy person. I'm a crazy person. And <laughs> Karen and I still talk to my mom about that because we had gone to the extreme with our mm-hmm. schedules. So with that long-winded story, uh, how do you – keep some sort of schedule mm-hmm. together and how do you make that happen when you are traveling? I mean, I have my ideas, but I'm gonna throw it over yeah. to you. Like, tell me, so tell first me of all, let's talk about the listeners. intention. Like yeah. so to have a, a, a reasonable intention and setting yourself up for success. Um, and to, and part of doing that is to always factor in like where are the where are the teachable moments in this. What can we learn? What can our children learn? What can we teach them at, through this experience? So absolutely, you want to create. You want to maintain some sort of schedule. You know, because to to your point, it's like on one hand, it's like well. We want to have a little more flexibility so that, you know, things that we're supposed to be doing with family aren't completely shut down and we're not the sticks in the mud because our kid has to be in bed no later than 7.15 or whatever. But at the same time, you don't want to completely throw the sleep schedule out the window because if little Bobby is a nightmare the next day because he's been up running around until 11 at night, that also takes away from the festivities. So I think, so. so in terms of sleep schedules and certain dietary needs that are really essential, of course, you want to try to maintain that to the best of your ability. You also though want to go into that with a setting the intention of being flexible and being willing to sort of like 
you know, change as, as you're moving through this experience with your family, which is going to help your children to also see that they can be adaptable to a new set of circumstances. And that right there is where I feel the problem was lied with us. In, in your scenario. Yeah, yeah, in our scenario, because I was so adamant about everything having to be exactly like it was at home that it really started to take away from the rest of the experience with my family. Right. And, and to, you know, I'm when I say my family, I mean, my mother, extended family, yeah, sister, yes, everybody. And I think you know, going back to the, the Derek O'Neill uh, episode, you know, that idea of us as parents being the radio tower. You know, we have. That's what I'm saying. That the initial intention, as you, you know, whether you're staying at home and you're welcoming, you know, relatives into into your house, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, or you're actually having to pack up your children and all the gear and travel across, across the country. You know, whatever. Um, I still think that if you uh, if you set clear intentions, like here's the way it's going to be. Here's some of the obstacles, and you're holding that energy in your body. Like, okay, it's going to be an adventure, kids, and we're going to you know be able to do some of the things we do the normal way, and other things are going to be like it's going to be a whole new way, and it's going to be like celebration time, just like we would with food. There's celebration foods. You don't get to eat cupcakes every day, but if it's a celebration, you're going to get to eat a cupcake. By the same token, when we're celebrating Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever, and we're mobile, we are going to have certain things that are going to be okay. It's funny that you say about the food because I remember being there and and my mom for as long as I remember used to get this, I don't even know what it's called. It's called like summer sausage uh-huh. and it has like honey mustard that you put on it and and she bought it for me, right? And yeah. I was like, oh, wow. You know, I, you know, like I grew up with that, but yeah. as soon as I showed up with the kids that, you know, we're not feeding them summer sausage. And my mom's like, you used to <laughs> You eat- ate it your yeah. entire yeah. life. What yeah. is up? You know, and yeah. just, I was such a stickler for that to the point. And it's funny because I want you guys to know that it wasn't like my wife. Mm-hmm. She was more like, Joe, you're a little out of control right now. Like, yeah. ease up. Like, I've just felt, and I, and I know some other parents might feel this way. You start feeling that your schedule with sleep needs to be everyone's schedule, but mm-hmm. you're on someone else's you know, time and yeah. someone else's house. Yeah. How do you, how do you maintain letting go of that? Because I know right now some parents are like, I could. Ne- I, how would we ever get our son or daughter if they stayed up till nine or ten? Right. The sleep the sleep training will be broken. All right. of that. Are there times that you feel like you know what? Grandma and grandpa aren't going to be around forever. Yeah, sleep yes, got and broken. I think that you do your best. Like that's okay. the whole thing. Is like you you try to keep it for everybody's sake, and sleep is a big one. Another one I would say is like I had to say to my parents, they don't get soda. They just do not get yes, no I, soda. Yes, I grew up with pick a pop. That's a Canadian thing. I grew up with pick a pop, and maybe I was drinking grape soda when I was four. Not happening with my kids, and you know because I look at sugar largely as a drug. It's like I don't need my kids introduced. You know, you want to give them a cupcake, you want to bake brownies with her, no problem. That's awesome. Soda's your thing. But soda's my thing. And so, and and what I would do is not wait until we were in the thick of it or I had to make my mom feel bad because she was about to give my kid a, a cup of soda and I had to be like, no. I love that. Instead, and in a calm way, I would, I would be like, we're so excited to come. You know, we're so excited to see you, blah, 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 blah. But don't give my kids drugs. Please just don't. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, just so you know, she doesn't get a lot of sugar. She's going to be bouncing off the freaking walls, and that's not going to be good for anybody. So let's, you know, let's keep the soda for another All time. Right. I love that. So you're saying right now, 
before you roll up for Thanksgiving or or, or the holiday, yes. you're having that conversation with mom or grandpa or aunt and uncle. Hey, check it out. We're so excited to come, but you yep. know what? We don't really bust soda. I'm going to throw this in. And you know what? We really don't watch like Die Hard 1 and 2. Right. You know, because a lot of times what we had an issue, what we, not an issue, but one of the things with that I had to go through was I don't like the news being on. Yeah. And in some people's homes, oh. CNN at full volume or Fox yeah. News, yeah. And, and, it's, and it's, you know, such a... Um, just such a mm-hmm. negative experience in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Not not even the content that yeah. that's there, but just the way it's coming in at you. In fact, yeah. that I I would always say, and I remember uh, asking before we came, "Hey, can we you know maybe not have that on?" And it was it was a calm discussion opposed yep. to in the thick of it. Hey, this has been on for six hours. Please that's right. turn it off. And I love that. So okay, so everyone and it, and it, it empowers them. Point. Like it gives them an opportunity. Like think about when you're. My experience, when I'm having people into my home, I'm really quite happy to like, you know, what do you need? What are your favorite, you know, breakfast food items, you know, whatever, because I want them to feel comfortable. So giving somebody an opportunity to get things set up in a way that will, without being insane and extreme, will support the, you know, the routine that's going to help the kids be their best so that we all enjoy each other better. Most, I I think nine times out of 10, the, the person is going to be like, oh my gosh, that's so great. And then they can have a hand in creating it. It's not a last minute thing yeah. or like, oh, I see you have a whole fridge full of soda, uh, not happening. And then they're like, oh wow, I thought that was a nice thing to do. that's the awkward moment. I bought it for them. Yes. I knew that you love Pip and yes. Pop. Yes. Pickle Pop. <laughs> I, I know, I love, you love the Canada Pip and Pop. I went, yes. we brought it in and it's illegal to have in America, but yes. we got it for you, honey. And you're. <laughs> Daughter won't drink it. Yes. Uh, you know, th- what you're doing, what you're doing is what a tour manager does. You're advancing the show. Yeah. You're throwing it's in like the, the rider. rider. Exactly. I was just going to say, exactly. you're th- okay, there you guys go. Just yeah. call ahead and in a nice uh, non-confrontational way, and I know that's hard to, for some of us to talk to our parents that way because grandma and grandpa, you know, they did raise us uh, and they're going to say that. And what I think you need to do is just advance the show. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're coming for the holiday. We're super excited about it. You know, we're not really into A, B, and C. Yeah. I know. And you can even, you know, I'm not afraid sometimes to put it on me and just be, I know, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I just don't want my kids to eat candy yeah. canes because, you know, yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah. Or like and, they bounce off the walls. Don't want them doing that yeah, at your place. You're not going to dig that. And, yeah. and if I think you throw that out in advance, then you hang up the phone and they talk amongst themselves. Oh my God, there's, I can't believe they don't want them to have pick and pock. But yeah. here we go. That's not in the fridge. Pick a pop. <laughs> whatever it is. My mom yes. saved um, about six, I want to say, gosh, 20 cases of tab. Do you remember tab? I do remember tab. And whenever the kids go up there, she always offers some tab. I'm totally making that up. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Well, so and the, to, <laughs> you remember here, tab no, though? Yes, I do. We're remember dating tab. ourselves on rad that's, parenting. Jeez. Um, so, but, and here's the other thing: is just so that because there's never, you're never going to, and it would be obnoxious for you to have a list of, you know, like have, you know, we know what the insane the writer. writer is, right? So, um, the other thing, and this is what brings in like the teachable moment, and it brings in opportunities to have conversations with your children as opposed to just with the other adults, where you like, okay. So we know that, you know, grandma and grandpa love to have lots of sweets around because grandpa's got a sweet tooth, blah, blah, blah. You know, we all know how we do it in our house because that's what we've decided is best for our bodies or that's when we feel the best. So if you get offered, you may, you may have one. And then after that, 
just say no thank you. You're not going to hurt anybody's feelings. And so, and you can especially do that with slightly older kids. So then they're involved in like, here's how we're going to navigate this, you know, or if, you know, grandpa puts some super violent show on that I know you're super sensitive to Billy, you know, all you need to do is be like, I'm going to go, you know, play on my iPad or I'm going to go outside and ride my bike or something like that, that doesn't have to be a big confrontation. I love the fact that you turned in a situation that would be so hard for so many new parents to deal with uh, and making a teachable moment for your children. I love that. That's a, that's a great way to look at it. And we both know that when you're visiting relatives, there are so many opportunities for teachable, teachable moments. Um, all right, let's jump into now we're there, yep. we're hanging out yep. and just values. Whew. You know, yeah. In, dun, dun, dun. yeah. No, I, okay. And that's a heavy thing to throw out there, but we also want to use that opportunity as a teachable moment too. Okay, so uh, let's do the two scenarios again. So the easier one to me is when you're having people into your home. And can I interrupt? Yes. Everybody listen to me right now. <laughs> just, just chill for a second on that Stairmaster or that jog or in traffic right now. <laughs> Invite people to your house. That's, I'm telling you, because it, it's so much easier. And then the people that you really don't like, if they can't come, you're still like, hey, check it out. I invited you, but you couldn't make it. That's the way to do it. Right. I'm telling you right now. And you always can use your kids as an excuse. Oh, my God. We would love to come and see you guys in Milwaukee, but oh, it's flying us all there. It's going to be so expensive. Yeah. And then the people yeah. in Milwaukee that you don't want to visit, you don't have to. Yeah. And that's no right. diss to our Milwaukee listeners. No diss. No. Because <laughs> I love me some Milwaukee at the Rave, at the Rave Theater. Isn't that a beer? Milwaukee's Isn't best. Isn't it Milwaukee? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, have I had too much coffee on this episode? I I don't know, Joe. I mean, this is you. This okay. is your. I'm I'm used to this being your. If we lost our listeners, in, the person that wasn't Please. in the energy, they already left months yes. ago. Okay. Okay, go. So, there's a few different things here. So, when it is your home, let's do the simplest scenario first. Uh, in terms of uh, guests, let's talk about that first. Uh, be intentional in your guest list in terms of who you're inviting and the atmosphere that you're trying to create. And I would say, you know, going back in in terms of even with our children, how we're framing these different holiday experiences, I personally think that it's important, like if you're going to do something, do it with sincerity. And in order to do something with sincerity, you have to have some understanding of what you're doing. So kids thinking that Christmas is just about Santa coming and blah, 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 or Thanksgiving just being like, oh yeah, we get to eat this huge meal and blah, 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 mom makes a turkey and, you know, relatives come over and we're all running around with our cousins or whatever. That's all good, but also what about helping them to be a little bit more mindful? Like here's why Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays because it has all of the yummy without the commercialism of you know, of Christmas. Um, and so it's an opportunity to say, here's why we celebrate this. Okay. So with that in mind as an adult, I think that you also need to say, in order to create the kind of atmosphere that I want, I'm going to be deliberate in who I'm inviting over. Now, you had told me a scenario earlier where sometimes you run into situations where you're like, huh, really? We're inviting that person again? And and the reality is, is the, to me, the simple solution to that, if you want to avoid is do a reset year. So one of the, if you have kind of a consistent tradition, just have one year where you're like, we're going to go away with the family or we're just doing a quiet thing, the four of us. And then all those people that you typically invite are going to find something else to do that year. And it'll be much easier to like reset the guest list for the following year. So that's your solution on that tip. I love it. I love it. And hey, and everyone that I invited this year, you guys aren't on, you're not part of the reset. Because <laughs> right when you said that, I was like, oh man, like who's <laughs> listening? It's like, I love your podcast. Are we part of the reset? Is that what's going on? Are we not invited next year? 
everyone's going to be super cool to me. <laughs> everyone's going to be super cool to me this Thanksgiving. Yes, they are. Okay, I okay. love the idea for if 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 you are in a situation. And all of us have been there where the Thanksgiving start to get too big, or even I made yes, the joke. Yes, too I mean, big is another yeah. is another good example. Big. And then there's also, I mean, look, we can all relate to this. It's like, oh my God, you know, Uncle Dave, you know, I, as an adult, like I know where he's coming from. Like I know about his extreme views or his, you know, whatever, his comments that are not supposed to be disrespectful to women, but really are. And he's just not aware of that. And he doesn't mean, but I don't need to try. To, I can't even begin to explain that behavior to my kids. And so... God, it would be great if we didn't have to invite him this year, but how are we going to do that without offending anyone? Have a reset year. There's an example. Okay, the third thing- So that- you're saying the reset year, what about talking to Uncle Dave and just saying, hey, Dave, when we're here, we we, we needed to, you know, that kind of- that, Yeah, my uh, experience is Uncle Dave is not going to, it's so ingrained okay, got it. that he would just look at you like, what are you, what are you saying to me yeah. right now? And it's always hard for a person to be told, hey, really want to have you over, but while you're here, the part of you that you don't think bothers anyone does, does don't be that right. person. Yeah, it's just, it's just a, a big ask. Got it's it. a really big ask. Got okay, it. so now the third thing is, uh, and it's, this is going to be, I think, really, really uh, relevant this particular year because of the election that we just had. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, what I would do in my home in the lightest, and maybe it's part of the evite, maybe it's part of the, you know, like I know something. know exactly where you're going. Here are the things we are not talking about. Here's the subject. Here are the subjects that are off the table for yeah. this year. Now, unless you want a, like an explosive, supercharged, you know, <laughs> or deeply depressing Thanksgiving dinner, um, you probably want to just be like, you know what? Let's just talk about like for Thanksgiving. Let's go around the table and everybody shares one thing that you are deeply thankful for. And we stay clear of religion. Yeah. We stay clear of politics. Politics. And whatever for, yeah, might for me, be on your for list. For me, I always say this. I always use the same rule of like, almost like with stand-up. For me, I, re- I read a long time ago, J.J. Uh, Walker. He was in Good Times. Huge comedian. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. read his book. And, and one of the things he said uh, with his stand-up that he always steered clear of just because he felt people needed a break from it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was also during the time that he was coming up was politics and religion. He was like, you know what? Everyone has their own opinions. Yeah. I don't need to, I don't need to, you know, go out there and, and, and go into those territories because everyone's taking a break from that to come see me. Yeah. And, uh, and then any kind of like a toilet humor, any kind of potty yeah. humor, <laughs> poop talk. So maybe Especially I don't want any poop table. talk. Yeah. I don't want any toilet. <laughs> yeah. So I think the three things that at my Thanksgiving uh, would be religion, politics, and right. maybe Kind of like your standup. <laughs> Exactly. Kinda no like toilet talk. Okay, so that so that's the easy part. If okay. it's in your home, you have much more, and maybe that makes you helps you make your decision about guess who's guess who's hosting Thanksgiving dinner this year because you do have way more control over. You control what's going the on. elements, you guys. The you control the music. Thing, you control the football games. You yeah. control when foods being that's served. That's right. That's you right. You control everything. I know the it's more of a workout. The only thing you don't control do is when everybody's leaving. So you might want to think about that. And I don't have any suggestions off the top of my head because that is the one thing I have to admit is when I have people over, that's the only thing is I'm like, oh, okay. So how do we like get them to move on? Because I'm Joe. Oh, oh, I'll tell you right now. I just yell last call. Nice. (laughs) No, I have no problem. Turn off the music. No, no, I have no problem. Uh, if it starts to get well, you know. Well, the, if it's the right group of people, yeah, you should be able yeah, to do that, is. which is maybe a good like. You I know. don't really kick people out, except my wife had a birthday party once, and there's there we had all these adults. There it was adult party too. Yeah. So all the adults are there, and that was the only time in in since I was probably like twenty five that I had to tell some people that their exact their exact quote to me was uh, something. They were everyone was hanging out, but we got into like the the one a.m. two a.m. range, and they were like, as long as they're beer, we're staying. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. There's a cooler full of beer I'm willing to give to you. Yeah, if you'll just take it you and go. You gotta go, you know. 
Uh, I love that we talked about this because over the holidays, it's already stressful enough with trying to create an atmosphere for your family Mm -hmm. and for mom and dad and for aunts and uncles and for more than ever we need to come together in in a positive way. Mm-hmm. So when you and I started talking about this, I thought it would be a good episode to walk through parents of new children with my experience. Yep. And I'll recap. Don't try to stay on schedule around grandma and grandpa. Just do your best. Do your best and realize and realize guys, I know that so many parents they probably would disagree with me on this. You're, it's only it's only for a weekend. It's only for three or four days. Yeah, sure, when you it's get not going to upset your whole yeah. thing. And sure, when you get home, will there be a little like resetting of mm-hmm. well, I was allowed to stay later and, and all of that. But at the end of the day, the people you went to visit aren't going to be around forever. And what do you want to remember? Like remember when we saw Grandma and Grandpa? Yeah. We went to bed every day on right. time. Like that's right. not that's not what life's about. And also, uh, what Anaya said is so true. I loved how you said taking these moments, whether it's food, mm-hmm. whether it's sugary treats, yeah. w- whether it's views and ideas about the world, um, using those as opportunities to teach our kids. And I've never thought of that until right now. And that's how, and, and that is, you know, what I would say to keep in mind when you're in the scenario where it's not your home and you don't have the same control, like the first rule of thumb, just like with the food in terms of the whole values piece um, is try to sp- have a great conversation with the adult in charge before the event. And if you can't do that, then you're going to have to take opportunities to really create teachable moments. Like, yes, we heard Uncle Dan saying, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, some people of that generation didn't know better or don't know as well as we do. And I think the other thing that I really want to say that is important, and this is something that, you know, we're going to do an episode in the not too distant future on um, the whole question of consent and teaching our children from the time they're little, like how to be how to de- demonstrate active be the advocate for your body consent exactly yeah. so that's a great example of like in terms of your body and i've got two daughters and so you know one of the things and some of this has been floating around through the media that it's really important especially when you go into these relative laden situations is it's really important to continue to teach your children and give them permission to not have somebody touch them that they don't want to be touched by do not make them hug and kiss other adults if they say they don't want to do that Please, please, it, it, you will be. It, it contradicts some really, really important um, rules of thumb that we want our children, boys and girls, to have. That they are in charge of their own body. They get to say who touches them and who doesn't. And as much as there is, like, you know, we're we're well-meaning as are you know the grandparents, the aunts and uncles that want to be hugging and kissing on our kids. It's really important that that not be one of the values or the practices that you let slide because you don't want to upset Uncle Dan who, who might be offended. Yeah, because let's just, you know, we'll say it. Today it's grandma and grandpa and everything's cool and, t- and tomorrow it's the guy that you didn't know at the other house that, That's right. that your daughter or son's visiting and you're supposed to hug them. No, you're not. And if you can't practice saying no to your own relatives and hurting their feelings, then who can you practice and- with <laughs> right, absolutely. So absolutely. there you go. Hey, uh, but let's do a show on that. Yes, I like. Yeah, that. absolutely. Coming I like, soon. I like that. Okay. Uh, have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you. Same this will be you. airing the week of Thanksgiving. Brilliant. So Thanksgiving to everyone who's listening. Yeah, and then uh, next week we got Julian McCullough, comedian. Nice. He taped his uh, full hour special, and we hijacked him to uh, talk about what he's going through in his life. Recently got divworce. Yep. Shared custody. Shared custody. Not having to be a nightmare. Yeah. And he, um, it's a good one. And the reason we interviewed him, and I think you guys are going to dig it, is 
he's recently going through a divorce and and they're making it work. Yeah. It's not a it's not a it's, it's It does hard. not have to be a nightmare. It's yeah. it's all about making choices about how how we as parents want to move through that process both in terms of the divorce itself and in terms of child custody. So tune in for that. I love it. All right, we are going to split uh, if you want to hit any emails, all you can always do it at radparenting@gmail.com. At also want to keep those uh, reviews going on iTunes. Uh, I appreciate when you guys do that. And uh, what else can I tell you except thank you guys so much for listening to the show. It's been a, it's been a great year. I can't believe we're coming up on our first year. Crazy. And and the listeners and and the and the questions we've been getting have just been awesome. All right, we're going to split. My name is Joe Sib and Anaya Boke. And we're out of here. Late. Late.